0: This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Growing up in Australia, I had everything a girl could hope for. Um, My mum had three kids and worked full time. She worked hard, but she was her own boss. So, you know, she was at every sports carnival and canteen duty. That's what was modelled to me and what I thought was normal. But opportunities in the workforce and, of course, re-entering the workforce after having children is not so easy for every woman Jamila Risby is my guest this morning. Good morning. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, you're a mum, an author, an advocate for gender equality. Can we just start with why you're so passionate about helping women?
1: I feel like I can almost flip the question, right? Like, why wouldn't you be passionate about it? <laughs> I mean, to, to me, I think it comes as naturally as breathing. Um, I'm always always been someone who is drawn to creating communities of women around me from when I was a little kid playing on my netball team through to being a high school student who loved dance Stedfords to being a university student who loved working with uh, the women on campus around gender equality questions. So for me, I think working in this space and existing in this space is something I have always been drawn to and I'm naturally drawn to. I don't think I've ever unpicked it really deeply Mm -hmm. as to to why um, for me gender is such an important part of most people's identity and i've witnessed firsthand the struggles that so many women have that is not a fault of their own but is the result of a system that places them in a position where it is harder to succeed that it is harder to get what they want and in particular around motherhood a lot of women i think do have that faltering sense of um, who they are not knowing who they are, not knowing how to kind of find their way through the murky darkness of new motherhood, and trying to find and carve out an identity for themselves, recognizing that the identity that they used to have doesn't quite fit anymore.
0: Absolutely right. <laughs> being there, still navigating it. <laughs> uh, but your passion right now is for a program called Jobs Academy. Can you tell us about that and who you're trying to help?
1: Yeah, please. I am working with an organisation called Future Women. So we are a media organisation. We are a community for women. And most importantly, we run leadership and training and skills courses for women looking to advance their careers. But we've been talking for some time about the reality that the women who can afford the kind of courses that we run or whose organisations or employers can afford the kind of courses that we run, while life-changing, probably aren't the ones who need them the most. Mm. So Jobs Academy is our way of answering that. So it's a new program. It's available to women who are out of work, uh, whether or not they're unemployed or underemployed, or perhaps they've been out of the workforce for a period of time, having kids or looking after an elderly relative, whatever reason that might be. It is a 12-month-long wraparound course that gives women access to extraordinary skills and leadership-building capacity. Um, It also connects them with employers and with real-life jobs. Uh, The idea is to help give these women their confidence back, help them realign those priorities that do often get skewed, particularly around motherhood, but I think around midlife, no matter what, Mm. Um, to define what they want and to be given the tools to go out there and get it because I think a lot of women have the skills to do those jobs. They're just not sure how to get the job that they want.
0: Mm. Do you have any advice for women listening who might be thinking about re-entering the workforce?
1: Well, first things first apply because (laughs) um, this amazing course is um, funded by the government. Uh, The Australian government have funded a whole bunch of these um, places in this course, so it's entirely free. Um, The expressions of interest are open now. You can find them on our website at futurewomen.com. But the thing I'd say, I think, in addition to applying to women who might be listening is just because you have been made to feel less confident... Just because you've been made to feel like maybe your skills aren't quite right for the workforce, just because you've been made to feel that going back to the job you once had isn't the best thing for you anymore, or perhaps you're not up to the same standard or the same workload or the same effort that you had before. Just because you've been made to feel that doesn't make it true. Mm. Um, I think a lot of us lose confidence around motherhood despite gaining this incredible new set of skills that come with being a parent, right? But I think a lot of us lose our confidence in other areas during that time. Confidence isn't a reflection of ability, it's just not. And there are always things you can do to reclaim that confidence and to find a new place in the working world for you as a mother. And it might look different to what you in the working world looked like before but it doesn't have to be worse. In fact, it can be better.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right in terms of the new skill set. And I found when I came back into the workforce, I became a lot more efficient because I had less time to throw to work. I needed to get my work done because I needed to pick up the kids. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want something done and you want it done fast and efficiently, go find a working mum, right? Because that's what she does all day, every day.
0: Now, this program was designed, you know, to advance gender equality in Australian workplaces. I know that there are a lot of parents of teenage girls listening wondering where we're at as a nation in terms of sort of equal opportunities for promotions and equal pay. Are things getting better,
1: Jamila? Mm. uh, No. (laughs) I mean, look, if you compare... Uh, the opportunities and the experiences of women today to women 100 years ago, if you compare them to our great-great-grandmothers, of course things are better, right? Mm -hmm. Gender equality has, um, and the gender equality movement, has achieved an incredible amount in a relatively short period of time. But if we look just at the last 10 or 20 years, no, we haven't made an enormous amount of progress Um, Childcare is increasingly inaccessible and unaffordable for a whole lot of parents. Paid parental leave is available through the government in Australia, yes, but it's one of the most limited schemes in the world and we got it well behind the rest of the developed world. We want one of the last in the OECD to implement paid parental leave. The gender pay gap is really stuck. You know, it bobs around that kind of 15% mark, goes up a bit, goes down a bit, but it sort of sits in the same spot. Um, in the top 200 companies in Australia, the top 200, the ASX 200, uh, there were no women CEOs appointed last year. Hmm. None, zero, zero women CEOs. There are currently more CEOs of Australia's top 200 companies called Andrew than there are women. Oh,
0: that's a horrible um, stat.
1: <laughs> it's a horrible stat. So, yeah, we do have a long way to go. Um, women still dominate part time, casual positions, particularly entry level jobs. Um, And we're few and far between in those in those really top level jobs where decisions are made. And I think importantly, those top level jobs where culture is shaped, because that's how we get the next generation of women moving through. So I think what we're struggling with in Australia at the moment is this facade of equality. Things feel kind of equal and they they look good on the outside. But once you dig into it a little bit, you realize that a lot of those inequalities do still exist. And the reality of that facade of equality I think means that a lot of women go, oh, so there must be something wrong with me Mm. and they look internally and they blame themselves and they think, well, I must be doing something wrong as opposed to recognising that they're working within a system where the odds are stacked against them.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I can imagine, you know, the pandemic didn't help either.
1: Um, It didn't help at all. Um, Women were the first ones out of jobs when the pandemic hit in March last year. Interestingly, we were also the first ones back into the workforce after that initial economic dip, but a lot of women were employed again at um, a lower dollar figure, lower salary figure than they had before. And large numbers of women are underemployed, which means they're working, but they're working on reduced hours. Um, And women are more likely to have had their hours cut during the pandemic than men. And of course, there's a bunch of women, many of my friends are in this category, who aren't unemployed, but have left the workforce altogether during the pandemic, because homeschooling is really hard and takes a lot of time. And I think if you've got, particularly if you've got two or three kids or more, and It is a full-time job homeschooling those kids and i think you can have two people who are a couple who are working full-time and working really hard to try and homeschool around those hours but that starts to take its toll and particularly in victoria i think a lot of women have just gone you know what works not for me right now i've got too much unpaid work here at home and that has to be my priority but at a when we look at that at a broader level it is consistently women making that decision. And so equality, we, we go a couple of steps backwards from mm. where we were.
0: Just finally, Jamila, do you have any thoughts on how we can help prepare our kids, you know, both our boys and our girls, um, to enter the workplace and kind of advocate for a, a more fair and equal culture?
1: I love that you've asked about boys too because the number of times I do interviews and people ask me what they should do with their little girls, how they can raise their little girls for equality. I don't know if you've spent much time with little girls lately, but little girls are fine. (laughs) Little girls are busting with confidence. The Australian school system is set up so that little girls thrive. It's usually after school or university or TAFE where once those girls become young women, that they hit the roadblocks of discrimination. And that's usually when their confidence falters. They're usually doing pretty well at school. Little boys, on the other hand, are, a lot, are struggling at school. Um, girls are outdoing them on all of the NAPLAN results. Girls are outdoing them when it comes to social and emotional security. Um, I think we've got some questions about how we raise our boys. And when it comes to respecting women, and raising boys to be ready for a gender-equal workforce. I think it's about encouraging friendships with all genders. Mm. I think it's about teaching boys to have role models who are women. You know, one of the things I always try and do is I, back when we were allowed, always take my little boy to the AFLW matches as well as the AFL. I want him to have women heroes as well as men heroes and not to think that the people he looks up to and that he wants to be like, also have to have the same gender as him. they don't. He can aspire to be any kind of human being. Um, and I think we have to be really vigilant with that because social media and um, the mainstream media, books television, film, all of it puts the same hard little boxes around boys as they do around girls and they tell boys they have to be a certain thing that mm. they have to be the breadwinner, that they have to be strong that they have to be tough, that they have to not cry, and all of that hurts boys in the same way it hurts girls.
0: Mm. Jamila, thank you so much just for your insight and, and wisdom and just your passion and what you're doing in the community. Really appreciate your your voice on these issues. And and thank you so much for joining us on Hope Breakfast.
1: Oh, Thank you so much for having me. It's been um, so much fun. And if there are any women out there right now who are unemployed or underemployed or between jobs or looking to come back for work, um, Please come and put in your expression of interest. We'd love to have you in the Jobs Academy. And
0: they can find that all at the Future Women website?
1: Yeah, futurewomen.com.
0: Perfect. Thanks, Jamila. Thanks, Ali. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.